Roll with us. So, what updates for you, Chief? Besides me, I cannot stand Brie right now, you guys. It's going to be, welcome back to charity with Chief, bro. <laughs> Brie will no longer be with us after this podcast. Ooh, but, um, no, real talk. But I had a great time with Brie or whatever. <laughs> Watching us, but yes, highlight of the weekend, highlight of the week was going to go see Toby and we went. Mm-hmm. He is my cousin. He just don't know it yet. So yeah, and so it was an amazing opportunity. I feel like you know it probably won't be the last time I meet Toby or see Toby or fool with Toby and the fam. So I'm excited, but I enjoyed the performance. It was great. It was a small set because he had to go to Atlanta, but he played all the key songs, mm-hmm. or at least I thought key songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, um, what else did I do this weekend? Yesterday we went to Ico. Me and we really have been together all weekend though, real mm-hmm. talk. Like we went to Ico. I had sushi for the first time, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying something new in 2019. My sister probably proud of me because she know I ain't never had it. But <laughs> yeah, so I had tempura, crunchy shrimp, and it was really good. I would actually get it again. Mm-hmm. It tastes like salad. That's what it. Oh, come on. Salad? That's what it tastes rolled like. Up rolled salad. up rice salad. A salad roll up. Come on. So if you like salad and you <laughs> liked it rolled up, get you some tempura shrimp. Hey. But yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I can't think of anything else. And my life update. Yeah. Oh, bless the Lord. Yeah. That's it. He's worthy. Also. <laughs> <laughs> party of one. Brie is not an independent black woman. Brie, Jimmy pulls up to the game. I'm sitting with Jimmy. Brie whole knee is up. One whole up bleacher. Her knee is next to Jimmy's knee. And she's talking to myself, so Jimmy, are you excited for your art show? I was at me like, if you don't get shows, she are just you mad? Because my knee went by her knee. Hey, so. Brie, Brie literally comes in. Brie don't care. Greeting. She doesn't greet me at all. Bree sees Jimmy and pops out behind right next to him. Doesn't greet nobody else. It's like oh 40 of God. us. I said hello to the whole. Y'all, y'all know how crowded football games get. Bad. People are stacked on top of it each other. Like, starting. It was a Birmingham Iron and football game. Get back. It was the we last home one. We were not stacked. We were not stacked. Yes, this was were. not an Alabama or Florida football game. And it was game. people sitting right in front Bree of me. Is a whole I camera. cannot. Yeah. But you know, people who did want to speak to the kids spoke to the kid. Shout out to Jayla who came and made his presence be known. I spoke to everybody. See, but you know, people just want to call you out for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Because people just want to have a problem. You know what I'm saying? But you know, <laughs> hi guys. Welcome to Charity with Auntie, are you finished? <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? You see how she tried to defend? Uh, have you ever had her give that passionate, <laughs> the passion in her soul to try to prove a point? Because she knew I was right. Yeah. But it's okay. It's all right. You just gotta make Let it the record show. <laughs> Bree did not speak to anybody but Jimmy. I but you know, I digress. Whatever. Okay. I walked in with uh, How's your art shield? <laughs> Are you reclaiming your art are you sleeping? Then she gonna ask me, Chi, are you going to Jimmy's art show? You just want me to come along. No, I have a small group Thursday. So shout out to Jimmy, his um, art show. I won't be able to make it because I'll be teaching people who don't know English, English because I'm a saint. Just sleeping. Deception. 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 Whatever. I'm so weak. Whatever. Anyway, like I was saying, it was a great weekend. It Plus was. or minus Brie. <laughs> I'm so weak. Anyway, so 
Come on, hot topics. Yeah. I guess this is my turn. Yes. Y'all, I have to do hot topics for the first time ever in life. And I'm sitting here just like, oh my gosh. I wish Brie would have picked up these hot no. topics. Next week, next week, you doing them, boys, bro. Get back. Hot topics is not my thing. I just bring these in my head. It is your thing. Me. But, okay, so first on the hot topics, um, it's going to get a little dark, you guys. But first on hot topics, we're going to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Um, yeah, so Nipsey Hustle. Write it down. That, like, real talk. Like, look, he's about to get really sad. But, uh, unfortunately, Nipsey Hustle passed away, um, March 31st. I have to say the date, even though it's fairly recent. Um, uh, March 31st, um, 2019, at around 3.25 p.m., he was shot on over six times in front of his store called, his clothing store called Marathon and uh on Crenshaw in LA but he ended up passing away at a, at the hospital and like different celebrities have been like posting and like putting out their condolences like Rihanna, Drake, LeBron, John, like anybody you could possibly probably think of they have been like saying RIP and like this is so sad and like things of that nature like even and like even like Everybody kind of has been saying the same thing. Like, he's always been for the community, like, especially the community in L.A. Mm-hmm. And, like, being very intentional about giving back to that community and making sure that the young people, like kids and stuff like that, that they're being exposed to more than just gang violence and just uh, poverty, but having actual opportunities to either get out of the hood or make their community a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Brie, if you got anything of you... We were both, um, like she said, at Eco eating, and like I was on the socials, and I seen that he had passed away, and it's so sad because like he's so unproblematic. Like real talk, though. All he wanted to do was just give back to his community, build generational wealth, and stuff like that. And that's what every I feel like every black person has that vision of doing. From well, every black person that I know, which is like getting out of your your current circumstances and like moving forward. Like making a better life for yourself, and that's a sad part because that's everybody's dream. So if yeah. you got somebody hating that hard, yeah, to shoot you six times at your own spot in your own place or to the business, head, that's to sick. the head and to the torso. Like. And I just hope that they get prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And I'm gonna say that because I'm you know recording and I gotta go to work tomorrow, so I can't say <laughs> what I really want to say. Thanks. But I hope that justice will be served. served. It's just really, really sad. My job's pretty liberal, so I can say what I want to <laughs> say. <laughs> no, it just really bothers me because it's people like this that the community needs. Like for me, I can't sit here and tell you I know all of Nipsey Hussle's songs. I can't tell you really one one song from know, Nipsey Hussle. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know that many songs, but. I know that he featured on a lot of artist songs that I used to like or I do like, you know, like he did a lot of work with Drake and like Mill and, you know, um, and things of that nature. And also just what he did for the community. And he was very intentional about connecting with people. Like if you look on social media, you see pictures with him with all types of people from all different walks of life. Like Ava Duvern. Uh, I'm gonna get her name wrong. Ava DuVernay or yeah. DuVernay? Yeah, <laughs> Ava, the world's greatest producer. Yes. But or like you know, you see him with Drake or Meek Mill. Like everybody has all these key moments of their experiences with him. Big fix. Definitely, definitely. Prayers go out to his entire family, and um, just I, I just I really, it's just like I can feel like just like a spirit of grief over like the whole entire like hip-hop community and even just like the black community just because of what he really rooted his like purpose behind his rap or just his career just to help others mm-hmm. and I think anybody can be affected by mm-hmm. that when you're you, one of your sole purposes is just to see others rise up from whatever mm-hmm. oppression that they may be going through so um yeah prayers go out to the Nipsey Hustle community and family yes um on the lighter note, shout outs to Ioki Lee Simmons Yay. for getting accepted into Harvard University at the small but big age of 16. Like, yes. come on, Ioki. 
Like she gotta know with no scams or scams. Okay, no scams, <laughs> Aunt Becky. <laughs> no scams, no schemes, no money dollars. Yes, from the Harvard Athletic Department. Yes, that's super dope that she's sixteen and that she got in. I remember her making a post some time ago talking about like how. Like, she's insecure about, like, posting pictures and stuff in comparison to, like, her mom and her sister who are, like, her mom is just an iconic, just model baddie. Her sister's, Facts. like, an IG baddie. So, Facts. for the simple fact that she can thrive in her own lane and be beautiful and um, be a genius and go to Harvard at 16 is amazing. Like, and side note, Aoki is a whole baddie in herself, She is too. a whole like, baddie. People are, like, she's heavily slept on. But then she's also 16. So she hasn't even fully developed. You know, she's still. Okay, like, you're still trying to figure out some. I know what I look like at 16. <laughs> and I wasn't out here looking like I <laughs> Big thing. At 16, I had a belly. I'm <laughs> a porky to bed. At 16, did nobody want me? Let's be real, bro. At 16, did nobody want me? My my edges were undone. Like, I used to wear braids all the time. Oh, my gosh. That's and not, so like, for three months. My mom used to have them braids in for seven. <laughs> a whole semester in this boy with the same braids. Well, come on, new growth. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak because this is the real life truth. Like, bruh, people don't know. My friend back in middle school, I salute you. Y'all wasn't even real friends, though, to be honest. Cause I remember some of y'all whole snakes in the grass. <laughs> they were, bro. They used to be, bro, snaking. Host, but I didn't have discernment. I didn't know the Lord. Ah, if I knew what I knew, then hey, whole snake in the grass. I'm so. But I say all this to say, mm-hmm. congratulations, Ayoki, because yes. she's a whole baddie, and she seems like she's very intellectual, and I think that she. Really enjoys politics. Like, I look on her page. She, like, she put, like, flyers out. Like, it's not, like, a typical influencer or, not I wouldn't even say rich kid. Because I feel like everybody just, they express their stuff on their own page. But she mm-hmm. has, like, papers and she has, like, initiatives and, like, different, like, books that she's reading. Like, and they're not, like, ooh, how to get a boyfriend in six days. It's, mm-hmm. like, Mary Renault's, um fire from heaven type books or things of that nature that you know me at whole 23 would not even read um but yeah and she even had like a vote for doug jones type thing like she writes she's very into different um political matters and mm-hmm. she i can tell ayoki finna be the next president fam like i'm just ready on, i'm just ready for it come on i vote for you sir that's my vote. Facts. Stamp. <laughs> I you for president. 2030. Yes. What? How she need to be 2030? She's 16 now? I don't know. Let me not she even lie on the <laughs> She'll be 29. Hold on. That means it's going to be like 2035, 2036. Mm. However, whenever they do the... Yeah, in the 2030s, we got you, sir. We got you. <laughs> Come on. Who's that? Come on. First All right. We're, we endorse you first. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Just in case. But, um, Yeah. And so, for our last, and just know, you guys, this will be the first and last time Cheetah. No, it will not. Guys. Hot topics because I like when Brie does it. <laughs> In the last, 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 last hot topic, we will be talking about March Madness. What she will be talking about. That's You're not, so true! That's not my area of expertise. First and foremost, I think that all women should be well-rounded and what they desire, but I think that you should know a little bit about sports. You get on <laughs> I think you need to know a little bit about sports. Why? Let's say you date a guy that likes sports. And I gotta conform just so he can like me. Let me tell you something. When he's gonna conform when he's sitting there watching them doggone Disney movies. He ain't gotta watch him, but hopefully he'll just like to watch him. But if he don't, then cool. So if he's like, man, I'm not watching this junk and get up off the I'm couch. I'm independent black woman. I watch it by myself. <laughs> You get on my nerves. First and foremost, I feel like there's a level of compromise. Lord, I pray that Brie gets one of the biggest sports fanatics you got up there in the kingdom of heaven. Anyway, so <laughs> if when Brie gets a sports fanatic, she's going to need to know something. You're going to need to know the difference between basketball and football. I mean, I'm not <laughs> six months. I know that much. But okay, what's offside? The deets. 
You said the difference between basketball and okay, football. Okay, well, what, if I if I said offsides, what what sport does that pertain to? It sounds like something that went out of bounds. <laughs> what I? sport is it? I mean, a lot of sports go out of bounds because they're. Brie is dodging the because she don't know. You don't know, so I'm trying to educate. Offsides is the call that they would call a football. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, March Madness is here, and unfortunately, I am not happy with it. Um, So I'll tell you why. I won't make this very short, because I know some of my listeners don't care about basketball, and some of my listeners do. Shout out to my listeners that do. But, so I thought that the Monstars, aka Duke, was going to make it all the way to the championship, Zion Williamson. <laughs> Zion Williamson was going to come out change everybody's life and the number one draft pick of the 2019 NBA draft goes to Zion no so that's not what I got um what I ended up getting was them barely making it um the game previous to the one that they just recently played against Michigan State I forgot who they played for a second so I can't think of it right now but yeah so yesterday they played Michigan State and lost by one point and I'm not going to put it on R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, probably the third or fourth pick of the NBA draft of 2019. If it wasn't fully on him because had the team played better, we wouldn't have been in this situation in the first place. Mm, you're right. But you're right. R.J. Barrett was three for four on the line. So he should have been at least – I just needed him to hit one. Mm. I just needed R.J. to hit one of them shots. But I just maybe it was the pressure. Maybe they had a long night the night before. They did seem a little tired. You know, I don't know what their life is like outside of that. Basketball, but I'm pretty sure that they're both going to the league and Trey. Um, but with that being said, Tom Izzo, kudos to your team for making it this far. I still pick Virginia to win. <laughs> um, but I do want Michigan, if Virginia does not make it out somehow, um, basically, if Virginia doesn't make it out, Time is all I want you guys to prosper. Uh, but yeah, and so also one thing that I want to bring up is how much would you pay for a shoe, Brie? What kind of shoe? Like a Nike, like, ooh, a Nike. $50. That's it? Yes. So if it was some 97 Air Maxes, you don't I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh my gosh, somebody throw Brie away. <laughs> okay, so what if the shoe was broke? If the shoe was broke? Yes, the shoe was broke. The shoe was broken. It's 50 cent. If I can, like, super glue it back from the thrift <laughs> Okay, so I asked you this because apparently Zion Williamson's shoe that he broke during a game where he, like, injured his knee. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a Nike shoe. Mm-hmm. And it busted out the seams, like, on the side. What and a feet, guys. Oh, <laughs> no. the seams. <laughs> I don't know, bruh. He be out here don't over with these boys. Big feet. But um it busted out the side of the seams and almost messed up his knee really bad. Um and so the shoe was going online for like two hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> Throw the whole internet away. No the whole foot away. I think that the shoe. But I mean what you gonna do with the shoe? That's the creepy part. Like a seance, you gonna conjure my foot back up? No, I think it's like something where you could just keep it and just be like, oh, you remember that momentous moment in Duke history when Zion Williamson, Williamson busted really out of his history? own shoe? It was like a like Mike moment. Only he came back and was still balling. <laughs> I'm so weak. He came back and he was still. He actually he injured himself, but after that he got good. You know he was he was still balling. Nike stock went down, but you know I say all this um, to say you know I wouldn't buy the shoe. You know, but shout out to whoever. Did shout it. out to who got the points about that. What you can do, you can sponsor this podcast. What's in my life? Come She's on. In and all me right. Too. Okay. Um, but yeah. So. Next, I don't know. No, before we go next to our next topic, which is glow girl and glow guy, I just want to let you guys know it was fun doing hot topics I'm for so the first weak. and last time. Next week, Brie will be back on it. No, Love you guys. guys. <laughs> All right. Come on, Brie. I'm so weak. So, y'all, she picked out two amazing glow people this week. The first one is. Dun, 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 
Sweet baby Candy Yam. Yes. Candace. Candace Baldwin of Montgomery, Alabama. Mm, three, three, four. Come on. That's close as I'm going to get to saying it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we want to shout out Candace because Candace has been working extremely, extremely hard just in school, trying to graduate. Also, she's just been working really hard to be obedient to what God is calling her to do. Candace is a leader. At um, Ransom on the UAB's camp- on UAB's campus, she is very involved in other things like what AK Sci, mm-hmm. just a lot of different organizations. She works really hard at the dean's office for the School of Medicine. Mm-hmm. Like Candace is out here moving and shaking. Like just to see how she works, her work ethic, the way she 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 knows what she wants and she goes after it. It is very inspiring and just the things that she sacrificed. Um, to really serve the Lord and to put him first in her, in her life. It is very admirable. So, Candace, we want to highlight you yeah. as this week's Glow Girl. You Glow Girl. Do, do, don't act like you don't know, girl. Hey, what? You're, You're shining. shining. What? Come on, Brie. You a zombie. Yeah. yeah. We should really go on the road with you. Come on. Take me on the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, I echo everything that she says. I love Candace since day one, um, and I always will. How do you know I didn't love Candace? Gosh, yeah, <laughs> no. How just, can you just say I didn't love this guy? I didn't want you. Just said that you didn't love her. How I you, just said I just echo everything you said and just put my own. But, thing but why did you have to highlight that you loved Candace? I did want because I did. We go way. I'm back. coming for Breeze next, and she tried to come for me about this us. She fake watches. Whatever. <laughs> so in this week's um, news. We have another glow person. Yes. A glow guy. Hmm. And it is Nelson. You let me finish I'm this. sorry. See, see how she just... Ooh, y'all, I'm telling you next week is charity with cheat. Ain't no breed. What's your way? I didn't know who's going to have several Trump rolls. I thought the first one suffice for Popo. No! It's a, I'm just saying. But shout out to Nelson. Yay! to Nelson and all of his spiritual growth as well. Nelson has been somebody that has been near and dear to a lot of our hearts. Um, he is a, an active football player at this at Sanford University um, in, in Birmingham. He's an amazing person. He's from Mississippi. He's dope. He's cool. And recently, just recently, Nelson gave his life to Christ. Fully committed all the way in there, boy. And just to see the fire and the passion that he has and the revelation of just the goodness of the Lord and how he truly is walking in that now, it literally sometimes wants to make me shed the tears. So... Big ups to Nelson, especially today because he will be speaking at Ransom for the very first time. And we are so proud of you and just how you just decided to bear your cross and tell everybody about the goodness of the Lord and who Jesus Christ is. So, yes. Yes, we love you, Nelson. Yes, go Nelson. Hey. All right. Well, for the meat, Chi, do you want to? No, I'm not leading this one. Go ahead, Bree. I just yours. Me, just <laughs> hot topic. Yeah. I'll just sit back and just respond. I'm just playing. I don't mind. So yeah. All right, you guys. So next, <laughs> she is so <laughs> trash, y'all. This is Chi's idea. This is her revelation. The Lord put it on her heart, and she gonna sit up and look like it's all brand new. <laughs> This is already with me. It's not. It's not, you guys. I'm just really being. I'm really being <laughs> aggy on this podcast because Brie really is trying to play me. Like I did not watch us, Christian. Right into the podcast. Let me first and foremost. How do the listeners know who Christian is? Christian, Christian who is Christian? Follow who's me Christian on my IG them? so I can tell y'all who Christian is. First and foremost, why does she need you to follow her on uh, her IG when we have a whole podcast IG at Charity Podcast? Christian probably don't follow the podcast. Well, Christian probably needs to. Is she really a friend? She is. That's my girl. Me, I had to go for Christian to the same myself. <laughs> anyway, so going into our. So, going into our new topic mm-hmm. for this week, we will be talking about relationships. Oh, yay. 
I'm gonna try this so bad. <laughs> Alright, so going into this new week, we will be talking about relationships. Ooh. It wasn't real. Please, <laughs> just throw it away. Hi. But anyway, we are going to be talking about relationships this week. Um, I just felt like it was really timely. I mean, the first one, we was talking about purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't know, y'all. I just really thought we should talk about relationships. Thought it would well, come be a little, bless the Lord. little interest. And so, you guys, I took a poll mm-hmm. um, on the gram. And the question of the day was, basically, I asked the masses, what makes you scared to date? And then I put in parentheses, court, get out the game, you know, begin to pursue somebody you have interest in, mm-hmm. et cetera. You fill in the blank for mm-hmm. whatever you you feel that is. Because, you know, some people say they don't believe in dating. You know, I digress. That's you. Mm-hmm. So what makes you scared to date in 2019? Let that sit in. Mm, marinate. Come on. So, yeah. Bree, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll pose this question to Bree before we go on to these responses. Yes. What... Makes you scared to date in 2019. Since I was prepared, I wrote down two things. Dang, Brie. Brie, like, since I was prepared. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing that I said was something that makes me fearful to date is, of course, you know that, like, as most Christians, like, we just ain't out to just all willy-nilly dating for kicks and giggles, like, most times, like in the Christian community, like you're typically dating to be married or, you know, to start a life or whatever. So I think that in going all the way into like the whole marriage relationship, something that makes me nervous is just the way that society or we have this historical standpoint of like gender roles and mm-hmm. men versus women and like how historically a lot of women. I don't want to say give up careers and stuff to, like, you know, raise families and, like, to tend to their husbands and stuff. Because, you know, raising a family and stuff like that, like, that's a full-time job. That's, it's purpose in that. It's amazingness all wrapped up into that. But that's not something that I, right now, in my 23-year-old brain, my 23-year-old manless brain, that's not <laughs> something that, like, I'm interested in in this moment of my life. So, sometimes I fear that. And I know God ain't going to set me up for the fail, but sometimes I fear that it's going to be a situation where my dreams and stuff are going to be put on hold. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's just going to be, like, all about him. And, like, you know, I'm going to have to do, like, whatever his dream is, some way I'm going to have to, like, merge Mm -hmm. mine into whatever it is that he wants to do. So that's, like, my historical fear. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I know God ain't gonna sit me up for the, for the okie doke. And like I've seen the good thing that combats that fear is I've seen the things that I want to do in my life be done in other people's lives. So like I've seen other couples who are both um, like pursuing their own purposes but some way, somehow God is so great that he makes them like go seamlessly. Like they come together. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so that was one of my fears. And then another one. Wait, wait, wait. So, that means, okay, so what you're saying is, I guess mm-hmm. my question to you is, like, so your biggest fear, if I had to, like, sum it all up, is, mm-hmm. like, fear of losing your purpose in someone else. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, being so wrapped up in that person and feeling mm-hmm. like you have to put your purpose aside mm-hmm. to cater to that, mm-hmm. to your husband you know, basically, mm-hmm. so your husband, so it's or like having children and stuff like that that you don't ever pursue or ever get to the the calling that God has yeah. called you to go. Like, after. I don't want to be 54 and be like, dang, I wish I would have continued to pursue fashion, or I wish I would have, you know what I'm saying, did the things that I feel like God has called me to do. I wish I would have um, went to the conferences and started this and started that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get to a point. Where I'm like old and I'm like looking back because mm-hmm. I got so wrapped up in like a husband and like kids and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. all of that's great. Like I can't wait to be up under somebody's son. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but me, I can't wait. <laughs> but I'm gonna need for somebody's son to um push me towards my dreams just mm-hmm. like I would push him So do you not think you would get that? I do think that I would. So like I said, I know God ain't gonna have me out here looking 
crazy. Yeah. However, like if you even look at it from just like a historical standpoint, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, what history have you been reading? <laughs> what history book give it to me? Fam, just historically, like people or like even from like being in corporate America, like I see women who go on maternity leave and don't come back. Because they say, go home and take care of their families and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, if your dream is to be the CEO and, like, you say, oh, okay, well, I feel like me and my husband, me and my husband, have- and if that's you, then, like, that's cool. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. that's just mm-hmm. not what's on my 23-year-old brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. So, yeah, I just don't want that to be a reality for me. And I think that okay. that's something that's scary for me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Just losing your purpose in someone else. Yes. Like, I don't want to, I feel like I know so many people. Who have that? I look back and I haven't done nothing. What I wanted to do, okay, type of thing, yeah. and I don't want that to be the case. Like I'm, I'm just saying, like I would want somebody who is like, if I tell them I need to make a post tomorrow, mm-hmm. I need for them to be like, did you make the post tomorrow? Did you? Are you on your stuff? Are you? Mm-hmm. Did you make the blog? Did you register for the conference? Are you styling? You know what I'm saying? Like. Push me towards my dreams. Sit, like, let's mm-hmm. push each other towards their dreams. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a thing where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just drop everything that mm-hmm. I have in my life. Yeah. Like, for somebody else. That may sound selfish, but, you know, the Lord gave me purpose, too, and I just need for us to mm-hmm. make them boys intertwine. I feel you. So, do you feel like the the reason this is your fear is because, like, there's a lot of things in your life. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, like, a whole Oprah right Come now. On. Practicing for the future. <laughs> but do you feel like this is because... You know, right now in your life, a lot of things that you want to do or become isn't really established. So that's why you have this as a fear. Because I feel like if you were more, like if you, when you get mm-hmm. established, this may not be a fear because you're already going to be doing mm-hmm. what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I understand. But then like, I just, I look at other people, like I said, like people who started their careers at 21 and now they're 29. And I'm talking about they on a smooth track to being like really dope and I'm just talking about for people who is just in my department really mm-hmm. dope in HR but they say like you know well hey I'm just gonna go on maternity leave and I don't think I'm coming back type of thing you know like this really deal you know what I'm saying be happening and I feel like I just well I know that God ain't gonna have me like I said hot and dry <laughs> God I know you listen to charity podcast so I'm gonna need for you to not have me looking crazy but I just know that whoever he is, mm-hmm. he, like I said, we just got to work together and mm-hmm. push everybody up at the same time. Well, I feel you, son. <laughs> bless the Lord. Well, bless the Lord. I'm so weak. What's your other fear? Okay. Um, so, I said another one of my fears or past fear. Um, it's just like how you get to learn all of your insecurities and your flaws and you kind of get to love yourself in those Mm -hmm. and you know how to love your insecurities and you know how to love your flaws Mm -hmm. but letting somebody else into your messed up situation can be a little bit scary Mm -hmm. so that's my second fear so basically him saying you with no wig on you know i don't mind being a wig (laughs) that's what i'm saying y'all know i'll face him saying you with no wig on so i'll facetime wigless anytime I'm weak, but I I think that I I can see that because I think that when you are vulnerable before somebody, you allow them into a very sensitive Mm -hmm. and like deep place Mm -hmm. of your heart. And so like, you just don't want anybody in there, boy, because if they cannot, if they're enemy of progress, they can have you out here looking really crazy. (laughs) You know, and if they're not sensitive to your insecurities or if they... Or maybe they, they even have a misunderstanding. Because, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer. Nobody's perfect. So, there's mm-hmm. going to be moments where maybe that person messes up. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they see these insecurities and they're like, oh, I can twist this. Like, if they're a capitalist, mm-hmm. they can really, like, do some damage. Mm-hmm. So, I could see yes. why that is a fear. And, you guys, first and foremost, this isn't so that we can shell out all of this advice. This is really just so we can be very open and honest mm-hmm. and vulnerable. And we want you guys to share what are you guys' fears as well. Mm-hmm. So even after this podcast drop, email us what y'all think. Comment. Like, we'll drop this on our Instagram again. And you guys can share and be in the comment box and we'll talk to y'all mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, what are some fears that y'all have when it comes to dating in 2019? Big facts. So, yeah. Yeah. Or even just, like, somebody not being understanding of like your insecurities like you can mm-hmm. be like when I was four 
my daddy told me he was gonna take me to the zoo and he ain't take me to the zoo you know you're saying you building off issues off of that but mm -hmm. you tell him that he like you really mad because your dad ain't take you to the zoo but it's something that like really <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's something but really but then again you can't you can't hold that man to that junk because you don't know his story but no that's what i'm saying like that's a fear i ain't saying yeah. like it's a it's so it's what like it a, is. a lack of sensitivity or just a lack, lack of, of just, understanding. everybody wants to be understood. It ain't nobody in the world who just, like, don't understand me. I don't want nobody. Like, everybody wants to be understood. You. So, to allow somebody, especially for the type of person that I'm in, like, that I am, like, I can thrive, not always by myself, but I've just grown up primarily by myself because me and my sister are so many years apart. So, like, I almost grew up like an only child because I was in the house by myself while my sister went to college because, like I said, we're a good distance apart in age so allowing people to just come into that space and having that fear of just like being misunderstood mm -hmm. or like you said like not having sensitivity in certain areas that affect me whether it's I stubbed my toe and I got a corn on my pinky and I don't like that or whether it's something mm -hmm. super super major that happened like everybody wants to be understood so I think this is one of my and especially as a creative I'm a creative and I'm sensitive about and I my need somebody art. to be sensitive as well. Hmm. Yeah. Come on, V. <laughs> so first said, I'm reclaiming my art. <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> I'm reclaiming my understanding. Come on. <laughs> All I need from you. Oh. I'm weak. So, yes. Steps Guess down. Guess it's my turn. Dang. Steps down. All right, she going up. <laughs> Um, I would say that, um, yeah, so basically I think that I can pretty much echo a lot of what Bree said, but one thing that I think scares me, especially right now in 2019, where I am in my life, how I think, who I am, the demographic, my money dollars, mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. I think that what I guess you can say makes me afraid and it's probably going to sound exactly like Breeze, but it's being distracted. So mother trolled me. <laughs> and then turned around and said the same thing. I just like, oh, on my nerves. I wanted you to get all your answers out so my response could be really short and I don't have to be transparent. So, I'm so weak. Welcome to the last podcast, y'all. I'm so weak, but real talk though. Like, real talk. Like distraction is like it's so it's so scary for me right now because I know me and we have this ongoing joke about <laughs> me and Bree and our friend Danny have this ongoing joke about how I love and I'd be like I love hard and I do I'm very like bruh I I I I don't know I, I'm not gonna say I mastered this art but I have mastered this art of like I don't really let people be very close to me like we can be very cool like real cool like I always speak to you da da da, da x y and z but a lot of people cannot be close to me like know me know me know me know me know me and so when I let you know me know me know me know me then it's like you're stuck with me. Because I let you know me. Know me. And so, unless something happens where it's just like we just separate and it's been something mutual. Or, like, outside of that. Or, like, I just realized you really are an enemy of progress and I need to get out. Like, you're pretty much stuck with me. And so, I think that that's kind of scary for me. Because once, I feel like if I were to meet somebody that I really liked and the feelings were mutual, and of course they loved the Lord, and they had a really solid and real relationship with God, and I could actually see myself with them, and our purposes, <laughs> like there's so many things you get up to me, even just being like, oh, we can go to Applebee's, like our purposes <laughs> seem to align, and you know, you're not talking out the side of your neck, like you know, X, Y, and Z, and you check off all the boxes, like if I, like my biggest fear is that I get distracted, my biggest fear is that you know, you finesse me. Because <laughs> I'm unfinessable. But I'm being real. Like, I'm being, I'm joking, but I'm being very honest. Because my fear is that I end up falling in love with somebody. Or I get into a relationship with somebody who really isn't for me. But either A, I thought they were for me. Or B, they were really... 
they really were a hindrance to my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. like, that's why I'm very, like... Frank K jokes on me all the time. I'll be like, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> that's my brother. <laughs> Everybody is my brother until further notice. <laughs> and once you get my brother's on, it's really hard to get out. Like, But, like, it's because, like, for me, I'm very, like, I'm very particular just simply because I, I, I'm convinced of the calling that God has put on my life. And so, therefore, I'm not going to, whew, I was about to sneeze, y'all. I'm not going to jeopardize that for anyone. Like, I even remember in high school being in situations where I was talking to guys in a very pivotal moment in my high school career. It was a semester I really needed to, like, do good in school. And by talking, I wasn't in no relationship. We would just be on the phone all the time, and I wasn't studying. So that's what I mean when I say talking. Like, I've never been on a date all of 23 with no date under my belt. But then I digress. But, like... We would be on the phone and I was very distracted, like very distracted. But this was a very pivotal moment. Now that I look back, that was a pivotal moment in my high school period because had I not been distracted and very focused on what I needed to get done, I would have set myself up better for my college career where my parents, if I could be very honest, would not have had to pay a dime for me to go to school. But I was distracted. And though God is faithful, he's good. He made sure that my school fees were straight, like real straight, like super straight, I had to go through, like, to have to deal with that and I didn't have to, Mm -hmm. or to be distracted on a purpose level, that scares me. Because even though God is faithful and Romans 8.28 is a real thing, Mm -hmm. like, I don't, though God has that verse, I don't want that to always have to be the case for me. Like, Mm -hmm. God had to come back and alley-oop and pick up his (laughs) bottle. (laughs) You know, God gave me the bottle layup and, and put in the hall. Why? Why he got to come back with the alley oop? Like I hit off the glass and dunk it. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some of y'all are probably like Nachi, you lost me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like I don't want God to have to come back and clean up my mess when He already instructed me to do something and I was too distracted doing something else mm-hmm. or being up under somebody's son who was not for me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I also my biggest fear is hindering somebody else's purpose. Mm-hmm. So part, part, partially. Dating a guy that may be great, like, great, like, he's God-fearing, all of that, has a great purpose, amazing man of God, checks all of the boxes, but he's just not for me. And for me in the sense that he's not the one that, or you say what y'all want about the one. I'm not saying that there is a one, but he's not the individual that will be God's best for me. And so not dating God's best for me is also a fear. And so I think with the culture that we have on social media and people, black weddings and black love and people throwing their relationships all over social media and people taking pictures in Bali, you have bankrupt trying to go to uh, Punta Cana with your bae, you know, throwing pictures on the gram and stuff like that to whatever this whole relationship, Instagram, Twitter, lifestyle people have, like, that all, like, I don't want to be so wrapped up into that, that, and be so fixated on having that or whatever. I don't know where my point, I kind of lost my point in a second, trying to be extra with this, this last closing (laughs) remark. But my main point is, I don't want to be wrapped up in that and be so hard pressed to be with somebody that I'm hindering somebody else from getting God's best for them and hindering myself from getting whatever God has for me. Because I feel like even if I were to date a guy and I thought he was dope and he checked off on all the boxes, but he wasn't God's best and I let him go, I know that whoever... God has to me is going to come along. Like God don't just have one godly man and everybody got to fight for him. Like I know there are multiple, 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 multiple people out there that God could throw my way and would be just as great as whoever maybe I let go simply because he just was not the right pick for the kid. So, yeah. So my biggest fear is being distracted <laughs> And also settling for mm-hmm. somebody that's not God's best because I feel like they might just be the best option in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, that's the word. Okay. <laughs> Some of the saints be out here settling, but we ain't going to say way. <laughs> No, real talk. Because I feel like, especially in women, women do that. Women settle a lot. Like, have you, everybody has that one friend and she be like, girl, why are you dating him? Like, mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, I know right now. 
I know her right now. I call her name. I, I don't, don't know her. Public podcast. She could have been me though if I didn't have a come to Jesus come on. meeting. <laughs> All right, if I did not know who the Lord was, bruh, I'd be out here dating Daquan in a second. I'm so because Daquan works at Chipotle and gives me extra chicken every time. I love a good Chipotle employee. <laughs> Shout out to Chipotle in downtown. They always come through for charity. <laughs> they really do though, because they be like, "You want a receipt? No, nope, don't ever. The receipt don't pull up on my account either. No, just no receipts. Thank you. No receipts. Thank you. We don't need to leave a paper trail. But what were some responses, Bree, that you got when you posed the question? Um, some responses that I got was um, kind of like what you said. They didn't want to settle. Um, they said they didn't want to be vulnerable. Um, being able to commit and being in a, a relationship with somebody is risky. They use the word mm-hmm. risky, and I was like, "That's interesting," but I can feel it. Somebody said uncer- uncertainty, not knowing if you're picking the right one, and somebody also said that they're dating for a purpose and marriage, and not and making sure that they want to make the right decision. So. Mm-hmm. Not rushing just to say that they got somebody, but yeah, if I'm gonna be with you for the rest of my life, at least be right somebody to be with, okay? Yes, and I think people forget that though. Like, you be in a relationship just to be in a relationship, you gotta remember, like, if this is the person you pick, you have to answer to your children about this person. Let that sink in. Your kid comes to you one day, you sitting on the couch watching television, your, 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 your selection is gone. And she pulls up and sits next to you, or he, whatever you have, a son or a daughter. <laughs> and she looks you in your eyes and be like, "Sir, why did you pick him? What will you have to say to your kid? Mm-mm-mm. First of all, you get no whipping because you out of line. <laughs> <laughs> out of I will be like, bro, I will feel so, I will break down in tears. Especially if I knew personally, this was not the best pick for Ooh. me. Like, do you know the weight? The weight. The ghetto. No way. Because the male is supposed to pursue. So it's you. It's you to say yes or no. Swipe left. So you picked him. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's ghetto. <laughs> well, you know, I digress. Anyway, so according to the socials, because we did a poll on our social media page, we got that it may not be in God's will, but he seems like the right guy. So I guess basically what. Um, this person meant was like um, that the relationship, if she was to be in a relationship, that it might not be who God wants her to be with. But in her heart, mind, and soul, it feels like it's the right guy. So I guess not really having wisdom on the situation. Um, being this one really broke my heart, Bree. It said being hurt again, and it. Uh, she said her biggest fear is being hurt again, and it took her a while to patch up her heart from her last relationship. Oh my god! Like real talk. Girl, we can jump him out there. Drop his drop his address. Uh, we riding in Bree's car. Not Come mine. on, not mine. I gotta go to work tomorrow. But Thanks, <laughs> bruh. And then we got a guy, he said Ooh, a man? Yes, a man. Cause you know, most of the women, of course, when it comes to relationship and a women ask, only the women want to answer. But guys, we be needing y'all responses too, so we can be put on game. But this guy said that his biggest fear is that relationships aren't built on getting to know the real person. It's about what, um, it's about, they're basically focused on what other people got going on. So basically their relationship, a relationship being built off of keeping up with the Joneses and impressing other people. Mm. So I guess that's interesting from a guy's perspective because it's like, I guess, like, basically I talked to this person. So it wasn't even just like, a, oh, you just sent the sand. Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, Wanted somebody to love him for him. Wanted him, like, wanted somebody to love them for them and not trying to keep up with, you know, oh, such and such was on social media and they, you know. It sounds like a wise young man. Like, facts. Like, he was, like, not being fixated on, like, what social media is doing or like they got something off of YouTube or YouTuber about their like he, like we had a good conversation he about this <laughs> like he was saying like you don't want to base off of no like YouTuber saying oh I bought my husband a car so therefore I need to do some junk like that or something like that mm-hmm. she said no I'll never do that <laughs> but like he said that he really wants it to be 
based on like real love, mm. an authentic relationship, like authentic love. Mm. And so I thought that was so beautiful. I was just like, oh man. Ladies, if you wanna know who this guy is, just DM us on charity. We'll put his we'll put his I'm just If I don't not. beat y'all to the punch. No. <laughs> We're not gonna do him like that. But I thought it was so beautiful hearing it from a man because sometimes when I think about men in relationships, they just be like, Oh, I'm just afraid that she's gonna be <laughs> is that out that there out you. That's what I be thinking in my head, dude. Sound like, Oh, I'm just afraid that she's just gonna be out here or she for everybody. But like to really hear this person like really be honest, like they want an authentic relationship with the person and it's not so everybody can be impressed by them but so they can be loved and accepted I just really thought I really it really brought the kid to no tears but you know it really brought the kid like wow like hmm some of y'all are right (laughs) so yeah dang I'm impressed I am impressed but yeah like I think that as we get older I think I definitely feel like a lot of this is going to change as we become more established Cause I think for me and Bree it's more so like um purpose but I know for some people it's past experiences mm-hmm. and it's other things and so I don't know Bree I think it's it's pretty interesting to kind of just think about because I think about I don't know. Relationships are difficult. Hmm. Relationships are really difficult. They are really difficult. Especially relationships with purpose. Yeah. I agree. relationships and the different fears that we have and Mm -hmm. I know even for me and Brie Mm -hmm. it was very focused in on like our purpose and things Mm -hmm. of that nature but um, I know for some people who may be listening to this their 
personal fear may be relationships or like past experiences that they may have had um, just growing up and seeing relationships or past experiences that they may have had um, just like in their college career or high school or whatever the case may be. And just like one of our, uh, one of the people who listen to our podcast, like faithfully, literally said like their their last relationship just literally hurt them too much, like a lot. And so, um, I don't know why this was the verse that was put on my heart, but you know, the Lord does what he wants to do. <laughs> Sits on his throne and does he, does as he pleases. So, Goes. um, <laughs> and so the verse that was brought to me was... 2 Corinthians verse, ooh, chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. I had this open at one point, but it's not no more. All right, so 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5, verse 16, it says, so, for your, so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view, though we once regard Christ in this way. We do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Um, the old one has gone and the new is here. From All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Um, and it goes on to say, let me finish out the verse in full context. Um, it says... That God was God was reconciling the world to to Himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them, and He committed to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are Christ's ambassadors, and as though God, we are making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf: be reconciled to God. God made Him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. And so, basically, um. I don't know why that was put on me, but I think what I believe that the Lord really shared on my heart was that you might be listening to this or we may have some listeners, whoever you are, and you might have had past relationships that may have scarred you and you might now be a believer or you might really be, you might have been really trying to get closer to the Lord or you might really have been trying to grow in your relationship with God and just something like a relationship has been kind of stifling you in that process or you still don't feel free or you don't feel new in the Lord because of maybe you were in a toxic relationship that really put a mark on you. Like I, even a lot of past experiences that I've had with a lot of girls and just talking to them when they when they go back to moments where they felt the, the most unclean or they didn't the most unwanted by God or they think about things where they made the biggest mistakes, it always has some type of connotation to a guy or to a negative relationship or to um, something they had in a past relationship. Um, and so I basically said that over again. But um, I guess my, my, my message today in this final five is to basically let you know that when you are in Christ, when you've said yes to God, when you've allowed Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, everything is new. All things are new. That your your slate has been wiped completely clean. And so it doesn't matter what past relationship you've had, what past um, mistake you may have done, what compromise you may have done with another guy or whatever you've done in your past. That's not who you are today. Mm -hmm. That God has reconciled himself to you. That he made himself sin. So that way you would not have to live. You would not have to pay for your own sin. You wouldn't have to go to hell. You wouldn't have to deal with that anymore. That you wouldn't have to be condemned in your mind about your past mistakes. He literally died so that you could be free. And so my, my, my goal, my goal I feel like the Lord's goal is to let you know that you know you might even have fears in relationships because you may you might be afraid that you might make the same mistake and pick the wrong guy and then you're entangled in another relationship on this side of life because maybe you said yes to God or you you're you're kind of on the edge and when you do you're going to be you're going to be a fear in you that says what if you pick the same guy that made you messed up in the first place? Or you, you, what if you pick somebody like your dad? Maybe that was a negative relationship in your life that you still are living, living down. Or what do you pick somebody like your, like your uncle, whoever in your life that really has kind of, I don't even want to use the word stain, but has, has, has like tormented your mind or messed up how you view men or how you view yourself or how you view, view your relationship with God or just your own personal freedom. 
like the message in today's final five is to let you know that you are free that god has reconciled himself to you that he he's he's already chosen you that you are loved by him that you are appreciated by him that he wants you that there is no part of you that he does not desire there is no part of you that he he doesn't know about either like the lord knows your heart he knows who you are and 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 he wants to draw you near to him that he wants you close to him and so um i'm gonna pray and then we're gonna close it on out but um yeah i feel like that was just the message to let you know that it doesn't matter what past mistake that you may have done it doesn't matter what you have done what your past may have looked like like when you say yes to God, all of that is wiped clean and you have a fresh start. You have a new beginning in him. Like, oh, great is his compassion for you. Like, ah, ah, his mercies are new every morning. Like, Lamentations 323. Like, bruh, he's amazing. And so, um, yeah, I'm just going to pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for every single listener that, um, has clicked on this podcast, Father, and has even made it this far. Um, God, we just thank you for them. We thank you that, God, that you see them, God, that you you know what burdens their heart. You know what they're going through. You know what they deal with on a regular basis. And so, Father, right now, I just pray, God, that you would meet them wherever they are, whether they're in their car, their room, their setting, whatever it may be. Father, I pray that whatever may be in their heart, that even if the enemy has just constantly been just condemning them with this thought that you're you're not free, you're not you're not loved, or you you can't you can't break away from this, Lord. I pray that you, God, would would show them the truth that that Lord that you you died for them, God, that you pay for their sins, that that God that their slate is wiped clean, they are made white as snow, Father, that there is no stain to them because you took all of the stains on the cross, Father. So I thank you for just who you are. I thank you, Lord. That, that, that you are the ultimate redeemer. You are the ultimate reclaimer uh, of time, of, uh, of, of purity, of, 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 of everything that that person feels like they lost, God. You redeemed them, God. And so I pray, Father, for just peace in their hearts. I pray for just peace in their minds. I pray for peace in their spirits. That, God, that they can walk with you. That they can, they can, they can commune with you. That, God, that you desire them. I just pray, God, that they would know that you desire them, that you love them that that first the most important man that they need to get to know is you Jesus that the most important man that they need to understand and you know to love is you you and what you did for them on the cross and so father I pray that you Lord would just cover them that you will open their eyes to the beauty and the glory of you father um I just pray, Lord, that your presence will just, just begin to encapsulate your daughter right now, that she would know that you are loved, she is loved, or your son, that they would they would know that they are loved by you. Um, and they are wanted by who by you. They are wanted by you, God. Um I just thank you, Lord. Thank you for just being awesome, and I just thank you for being who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So that's the final five. <laughs> Yay! Yes. We just want to thank um, Bishop Chima <laughs> We'll be I taking up collections and a little offering as soon as this podcast. I'm absolutely over So you guys, we will see you guys next time. Thank you guys for tuning in to Charity. We might not see Bree, but you'll definitely see Chi. How y'all gonna see Chi, y'all? Y'all, y'all gonna come back. Y'all gonna hear my voice only. <laughs> that means I will have to do current events. Oh, Dang it. so weak. Yikes. All right. Well, we love you guys.